Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, and I will be your reader today, this Monday, the 4th of April, or the 3rd of Nisan, on the Hebrew calendar. Today in history, the Levites are ordained for service in the tabernacle, according to tradition, Numbers 8. Then after that, the Levites went in to perform the service in the tent of meeting before Aaron and before his sons. The parasha this week is called Metzorah, and that means leper. And the scripture portion from the Torah is Leviticus chapter 14, verses 13 through 20. Please join me in blessing the Lord and thanking Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And now our portion from the Torah. He shall kill the male lamb in the place where they kill the sin offering and the burnt offering, in the place of the sanctuary. For as the trespass offering, like the sin offering, belongs to the Kohen, it is most holy. The Kohen shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the Kohen shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe on his right foot. The Kohen shall take, take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. The Kohen shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. The Kohen shall put some of the rest of the oil that is in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in his hand, the Kohen shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed, and the Kohen shall make atonement for him before the Lord. The Kohen shall offer the sin offering, and make atonement for him who is to be cleansed because of his uncleanness. Afterward he shall kill the burnt offering. Then the Kohen shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. The Kohen shall make atonement for him, and he shall be clean. That was Leviticus or Vayikra 14, 13-20. Now our portion from the prophets. Today we are reading Isaiah or Yeshayahu chapter 30. Woe to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel but not from me, and who make an alliance but not on my ruach, that they may add sin to sin, who set out to go down to Mitzrayim and have not asked my advice to strengthen themselves in the strength of Paro, 
and to take refuge in the shadow of Mitzrayim. Therefore, the strength of Parol will be your shame, and a refuge in the shadow of Mitzrayim your confusion. For the princes are at Zoan, and their ambassadors have come to Hanes. They shall all be ashamed because of a people that cannot profit them, that are not a help nor profit, but a shame and also a reproach. The burden concerning the beasts of the south. Through the land of trouble and anguish, of the lioness and of the lion, the viper and fiery flying serpent, they carry their riches on the shoulders of young donkeys and their treasures on the humps of camels to an unprofitable people. For Mitzrayim helps in vain and to no purpose. Therefore I have called her Rahav, who sits still. Now go, write it before them on a tablet and inscribe it in a book that it may be for the time to come forever and ever. For it is a rebellious people, lying children, children who will not hear the Torah of the Lord, who tell the seers, do not see, and the prophets, do not prophesy to us right things, tell us pleasant things, prophesy deceits. Get out of the way, turn away from the path, cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. Therefore the Holy One of Israel says, Because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and rely on it, therefore this iniquity shall be to you like a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall, whose breaking comes suddenly in an instant. He who break it as a potter's vessel is broken, breaking it in pieces without sparing, so that there will not be found among the broken pieces a piece good enough to take fire from the hearth or to dip up water out of the cistern. For thus says the Lord, the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, you will be saved in returning and rest. Your strength will be in quietness and in confidence. You refused, and you said, No, for we will flee on horses, therefore you will flee, and we will ride on the swift, therefore those who pursue you will be swift. One thousand will flee at the threat of one, at the threat of five you will flee, until you are left like a beacon on the top of a mountain and like a, like a banner on a hill. Therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. For the people will dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. You will weep no more. He will surely be gracious to you at the voice of your cry. When he hears you, he will answer you. 
though the Lord may give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be hidden any more, but your eyes will see your teachers. And when you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. You shall defile the overlaying of your engraved images of silver and the plating of your molten images of gold. You shall cast them away as an unclean thing. You shall tell it, Go away. He will give rain for your seed with which you will sow the ground and bread of the increase of the ground will be rich and plentiful. In that day, your livestock will feed in large pastures. The oxen likewise and the young donkeys that till the ground will eat savory feed, which has been winnowed with a shovel and with a fork. There will be brooks and streams of water on every lofty mountain and on every high hill in the day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall. Moreover, the light of the moon will be like the light of the sun, and the light of the sun will be seven times brighter, like the light of seven days, in the day that the Lord binds up the fracture of his people and heals the wound they were struck with. Behold, the name of the Lord comes from far away, burning with his anger and in thick rising smoke. His lips are full of indignation. His tongue is as a devouring fire. His breath is an, as an overflowing stream that reaches even to the neck. To sift the nations with a sieve of destruction, a bridle that leads to ruin will be in the jaws of the peoples. You will have a song, as in the night when a holy feast is kept, and gladness of heart, as when one goes with a flute, to come to the mountain of the Lord, to Israel's rock. And the Lord will cause his glorious voice to be heard, and will show the descent of his arm. With the indignation of his anger, and the flame of a devouring fire, with a blast, storm, and hailstones. For through the voice of the Lord the Assyrian will be dismayed. He will strike him with his rod. Every stroke of the rod of punishment, which the Lord will lay on him, will be with the sound of tambourines and harps. He will fight with them in battles, brandishing weapons. For his burning place has long been ready. Yes, for the king it is prepared. He has made its pyre deep and large, with fire and much wood. The breath of the Lord, like a stream of sulfur, kindles it. That was Isaiah chapter 31. And now our portion from the writings. We will read Proverbs or Mishlei chapter 13. A wise son listens to his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. By the fruit of his lips a man enjoys good things, but the unfaithful crave violence.
He who guards his mouth guards his soul. One who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. The soul of the sluggard desires and has nothing, but the desire of the diligent shall be fully satisfied. A righteous man hates lies, but a wicked man brings shame and disgrace. Righteousness guards the way of integrity, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. There are some who pretend to be rich, yet have nothing. There are some who pretend to be poor, yet have great wealth. The ransom of a man's life is his riches, but the poor hear no threats. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Only by pride comes contention, but wisdom is with people who take advice. Wealth gained dishonestly dwindles away, but he who gathers by hand makes it grow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when longing is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. Whoever despises instruction will pay for it, but he who respects a command will be rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a spring of life, to turn from the snares of death. Good understanding wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. Every prudent man acts from knowledge, but a fool exposes folly. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful ambassador is health. Poverty and shame come to him who refuses discipline, but he who heeds correction shall be honored. Longing fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but it is an abomination to fools to depart from evil. One who walks with wise men grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harm. Misfortune pursues sinners, but prosperity rewards the righteous. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored for the righteous. An abundance of food is in poor people's fields, but injustice sweeps it away. One who spares the rod hates his son, but one who loves him is careful to discipline him. The righteous one eats to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked goes hungry. That was Proverbs chapter 13. And now we have arrived to our last portion of scriptures from the Apostolic Writings. And it is today James or Yaakov chapter 2. My brothers, do not hold the faith of our Lord Yeshua the Mashiach of glory with partiality. For if a man with a gold ring in fine clothing comes into your synagogue, and a poor man in filthy clothing also comes in, and you pay special attention to him who wears the fine clothing and say, 
sit here in a good place. And you tell the poor man, stand there or sit by my footstool. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers, did not God choose those who are poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not the rich oppress you and personally drag you before the courts? Do they not blaspheme the honorable name by which you are called? However, if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin, being convicted by the Torah as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole Torah but stumbles in one point he has become guilty of all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not commit murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but murder, you have become a transgressor of the Torah. So speak and so do as men who are to be judged by a Torah of freedom. For judgment is without mercy to him who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if a man says he has faith but has no works? Can faith save him? And if a brother or sister is naked and in lack of daily food, and one of you tells them, Go in shalom, be warm and filled, Yet you did not give them the things the body needs. What good is it? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead in itself. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is Echad. You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. But do you want to know, vain man, that faith apart from works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works, in that he offered up Isaac his son on the altar? You see that faith was working with his works, and by his works faith was perfected. So the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him as righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then that by works a man is justified, and not only by faith. In the same way was not Rahab the prostitute also justified by works, in that she received the messengers and sent them out another way. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, even so faith apart from works is dead. That was James chapter 2. And that concludes our reading of scriptures from Daily Bread today. However, if you are reading through the apostolic scriptures twice this year, you will also read Matthew chapter 2 today. 
This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.